Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. You are listening to season one, episode two of our Insider Scoop series. So remember, this is the series where we sit down with people who have been on their personal development and well-being journey. Now, they could be people who've come along to our live events. They could be graduates of our coaching program. They could be current members, or they could be members of the BU team. And we ask them to share their firsthand personal stories of how personal development and well-being coaching has changed their life. And today we are joined by the amazing Ash Murrell. So Ash and I first met, geez, it would have been in about 2018, late 2018. And there was just this beautiful spark and potential in Ash. She really was the kind of person who wanted to give back and help everyone around her. But I could see that she wasn't giving back to herself. And as a result, she wasn't living a life that was true to herself. She was very busy trying to do everything for everyone else, but forgetting to do good things for her as well. So anyway, Ash came along to one of our Empowered Mind, Empowered Body Day events in early 2019. And from that ended up completing our coaching program with Amy, our head of coaching and development as her personal coach. And let me tell you the change that I've seen in Ash over that time is amazing. Ash is now, I'm very proud to say, a graduate of BU. So she's taken all of these tools and lessons and strategies she gained from coaching and she's out there using them every day in her life, not only to make an impact in her life, but of course to spread that positive ripple effect to others as well. This was an amazing interview, one I was very uh, grateful to be able to do and sit down and get that insight from Ash and find out what her biggest takeaways have been on that journey and what advice she would give to people who are in a similar position that she was a couple years ago. So if you are someone who tends to be a bit of a helper and gives back to everyone around them but forgets to give back to self, this is an amazing episode to listen to for that first-hand account of how that can all be changed in a surprisingly short time, provided you have the right tools. But before we jump into the show, don't forget, it helps us tons if you quickly press that subscribe button. No matter where you're listening to this episode, click subscribe, leave the podcast a review, and share it with your friends. Put it up on social media, uh, put it in your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag us, BU underscore coaching, so we can regram your pictures and so we can interact with you and invite you to be part of the community and the conversation as well. So with that said, let's jump into the show and let's welcome Ash Murrell onto the podcast. Okay, and we are live, but we're on. Thank you, uh, first of all, for coming in and for being on the show. I know this was sort of haphazardly organized last week when we caught up. That's all right. And I love when people just take opportunity. Hmm. And obviously, this is your first podcast you've appeared on to just like, you know what, screw it, let's do it, we're straight in. Um, so I'm really excited for you to share your story for two reasons. One, I sort of know where you're at in your journey at the moment. We had a catch up about the other day and I'm excited for people to hear that. But deeper than that, I'm excited for people to hear the lead up to that because I, I'm very wary that these days with social media, it's very easy for people to see the highlights reel and the end point or the successes, but they don't see the journey along the way. Very much so. And I've obviously been very honored and privileged to be a part of your journey in personal development and well-being over the last few years and to see massive growth and change in you over those years. So I'm very excited to share that. Let's rewind a couple years to start us off to back when you and I first ever met and connected. Um, run me through that, A, how we met and connected, and yeah. then B, <laughs> where you were at in your life at that stage. 
Okay, so at that stage where we met, I just on a whim, I went to, I knew that I wanted to do something, but I didn't know exactly what, but I've always been very like hungry for knowledge. I've always been looking for ways that I can be my best self or ways that I can grow and, and things like that. And I just randomly decided to go to this, um, this seminar and it was a Co and Ray, what was it the something summit, growth summit, something like the fast growth summit, summit? fast growth summit, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like yeah. that to do with business. And um, basically, I went along to that, and we sort of saw each other and kind of like did that. Like I think I know you from I don't think I know you from somewhere. And then kind of like at the end of the seminar, cross paths and had a bit of a chat. Established that we'd randomly become friends on social media at some point. Um, from that, we then we catch up for a coffee. Mm. And um, basically to bounce ideas from the seminar off each other. And um, turns out that you were doing your own coaching and things like that, which we clicked discussing that because that's something that I think I definitely, in my mind, I don't know if I let on straight away, but I, I originally was like, wow, this is something that I feel I could really benefit from. Um, this is someone who's sort of on that journey already of where I would like to go in my life and, and on that journey of, wanting to help people and um, help grow other people and stuff. And that's something that I've always been really passionate about as well is ultimately like my, I say it's like my mantra, like my little personal goal in life is I aim to leave every person I meet better off for having met me. Like that's, that's the core of who I am. That's what I want to do. Um, whether it be something small or something big, whether it's something like saying hello and genuinely asking someone how their day is and meaning it um, and listening to what they have to say. If someone's like, Hey, like, how's your day? I'm like, yeah, good. How's yours? I'm like, yeah, good. And I'm like, is it really though? Like to what's going on in your life? Tell me all about it. And I think for the last, like, however long I've always had that genuine curiosity about people and, and always just love that human interaction. So I think that's originally how we clicked is because I found very, very similar, I think qualities in yourself. And I think we bounced off each other really well in that respect. And I guess that is what ended up leading me to becoming involved in your coaching Yeah, and I, it's, Well, it's funny that you mentioned that obviously that sort of saying of yours as well, that you want to leave people in a better place, whether it's yeah. a little bit or a lot. Because it's funny because that's one of the first things that really uh, stood out to me in you. So we actually first came across each other on social media. Yeah. And I don't even know how we kicked it, but there was some mutual friends or something there. And I remember reading that in your Instagram bio. Oh, you had that yeah. in there for a little while. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I really like that in people. I think that's quite profound. And then obviously we bumped into each other at the, the Fast Cut Summit. Yeah. And I, I still distinctly remember, and I don't think I ever told you this, but I remember being like, oh my God, I sort of know, you know when you follow someone on social media for a bit, you yeah, feel like you know you them, like but you, you don't. Yeah, 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 I was like, I feel like I know you, but I've never met you. Would it be super weird to go up and say hi? <laughs> Like, is that going to be strange? And See, I'm... I love it. Just throwing that out there for mm. anyone who's listening or watching. If you do have me on social media, please come and say hello. Like, I might be completely oblivious and in my own little world. Like, I'm nine times out of ten, I'm in my own little universe. But please come and say hello. I cannot stress that enough because I am so happy to have a chat. And I'm so, like, excited to make new friends and meet new people. Like, I will never not... Like, I will never shun you. I'll never be like, oh God, who's this? Like, do not hesitate at any point whatsoever. And again, that's something that really, like, it became clear when I did come up and introduce myself mm. and we got chatting, we went out for coffee. The more time we spent together, the more I was like, there is just something really beautiful in your nature in wanting to give back and help people. And I've, I'm very blunt and open and honest with people on when I see potential in people of like, 
being able to make an impact to other people's lives. And I'm the first to put my hand up and say, I don't think I can make the impact I want to make in the world on my own. So a big yeah. part of what we do at BU is who can we find who has this amazing potential and spark to help people and to make a difference and to inspire people and just give them the right tools and strategies and techniques to get there. And I know one thing we first spoke about, um, and, and you're not alone in this, the vast majority of what, you know, we call them helpers, like people who love to help and give back. Yeah. The greatest strength is they love to help and give back and the greatest weakness is they normally forget to do that for themselves. Absolutely. And so it becomes, you know, the work priorities are always higher than themselves, the relationship, the looking after everyone else and trying to help everyone else and we forget to give back to self. Yeah. I still remember one of the first conversations we had over coffee, um, which you may remember at the time, we had our Empowered Mind, Empowered Body Day coming up. Yes. And you're like, oh, my boyfriend needs to be this. And I was like, no, no, you need to be this. <laughs> you <need laughs> I was like, this. your boyfriend can come if he wants. <laughs> but this is about you looking yeah. after you. Run me through that <clears throat> change because I see it so much in you now where you are able to put yourself first in a very healthy way and look after yourself and think about what you actually want for you rather than getting caught up in what you think other people want for you. Yeah. That change over the last year and a bit has been one of the most beautiful things for me to sit back and witness in you. Thank you. So run me through that change. Like, how did that happen? And like, what what was feel not like working for you before? Yeah. There's so much that could potentially go into this answer. Um, so basically, I was at a stage in my life where I think I I was 20, 24, 24, turned 25 uh, last year in April. And getting to that age and sort of taking a step back and really like I've always been a reflective person and with the assistance of coaching and stuff like I'm I'm not I'm, I'm not as religious with my journaling and I'm the probably not the best student and I can admit that because I'm very I struggle with attention span a lot of the time but um, a lot of the particularly when I was doing the coaching one-on-one -on -one with Amy mm. so much of what she taught me and showed me and explained to me um, in helping me understand myself played a massive part. Like, and I'm not just saying that it played such an integral part mm -hmm. of my reflective process because I've always fancied myself as a re reflective person and been like, Oh, I know what I need to do to fix this and fix that. And to, but again, like you said before, we always, Oh, well, not always, but I always in the past have been so focused heavily on those around me and what can I do to make them happy? Or like in my relationship, like, very happy like I still like we still are friends we still are on great terms like we still care about each other a lot um and that was something that ultimately when something that I learned about myself is that I will sacrifice my own happiness even the little things like big and little things without even realizing mm. and in the process of that relationship as much as I hate to say it I lost myself and that's that's something that is that is actually <laughs> that's something that's a little bit hard to talk about mm. simply because there's still so much love there and there's that decision of um, ending that relationship was probably like I've experienced a lot of challenges in my life like a lot on all ends of the scale from growing up in the way that I did to other things in work and all that sort of stuff into competing and but ending that relationship was by far the most difficult thing that I've ever had to do, like ever. Um, and so the amount of, I guess, change and things that happened, um, which is why this is all relevant to the question, a lot of that came from reflecting and, and sort of being like, wow, like 
as I progressed in my personal development, um, basically realized that that's what I was doing, that I'd lost myself and that I was give, 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 give. But I was like, holy shit, I'm 25. All I've wanted to do since I, like since forever is travel. I've always wanted to go out of the country. I've wanted to explore the world. I just want to live a big life of adventure. That's it, that's me. That's what I want to do. I hadn't left the country yet. I hadn't gone and done anything. I hadn't, and don't get me wrong, like I've achieved a lot and I don't downplay that at all. I'm very proud of myself for everything that I have done. But ultimately, like the big goal was I want to see the world. And I hadn't done that. And when I look back at the whys, I was like, okay, cool. So why am I not happy? Because of this, this and this. And who can change that? Only me. So that was a really big, um, I think it's, it's crazy because for so long I was showing this thought process of I'm so like, I know my head, like I know what's going on and I'm like, I'm making all the right decisions and choices and stuff. And then, but really when I, in that stage in my life, and again, with the, with the help of Amy and the, like the accountability and the don't bullshit yourself, <laughs> like that's exactly what I needed. Like throughout that stage of my life, I moved house twice. I left two jobs I wasn't happy at. I ended a relationship with someone that I loved dearly simply because it wasn't fulfilling. And I couldn't fulfill his needs either. Like he wanted to get married and have kids and buy a house and do all of that really, really young. And still all I could think was, no, let's buy a one-way ticket and piss off around the world together. <laughs> like, so complete different stages. It's like a clash of vision, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, I guess, was such a... Um, such a whirlwind it was definitely a very big roller coaster of emotions there was like again like but the changing of the environments was integral to my growth the the moving out of the comfort zone like I, th I thrive on that like I love that and I think that's a big part of down the track in the podcast you'll hear all about the new plans but why I'm so excited for the future because that's that is ultimately my plan to live live a life of uncertainty and adventure but also with um, with confidence, I guess, in the direction that I'm going. Yeah. So. And being able to put those goals and that vision first without feeling guilty about yeah. it, right? And without being like, oh, Literally. wait, am I meant to be looking after this person or doing this? Or Yes. You mentioned, obviously, one of the biggest challenges was letting go of that relationship. And, yeah. And a big part of that, obviously, you mentioned you, you know, sort of lost yourself in it. Mm. I'm curious because I've seen this pattern a few times if people lose themselves in giving to others and lose themselves in a relationship and forget what makes life meaningful for them as an individual, when that relationship ends, you're not just mourning the loss of the relationship. In a way, you're mourning a loss of identity of yourself as well because so much of your identity is part of that relationship. Yeah. And so you come out of it and you're like, who am I and what do I love? And what do I like doing for me? Because it's been so many... It's like, how long were you in that relationship Well, see, for? it's funny that you say that. Mm. I was a year and a half, mm -hmm. about a year and a half. Mm. But that was my first relationship in like yep. four or five years nearly. Yep. Like I was single for a very, very long mm. time. And when him and I met, we were it was a whirlwind romance. We were both so in love, so quickly, head over heels and everything happened so fast. But that was okay because that's what felt right. And at the end of the day, I'm a big believer in if it feels right, go for it. And like... That's something that I guess I've always been fortunate enough to, to I guess, have the instinct because no one taught me it. I've always just had the instinct, instinct to follow my gut and to really trust that intuition. And I honestly, I've had some of the most beautiful journeys in my life from doing that. And um, when it comes to losing my identity in that relationship, the, the crazy thing was is they say that with big decisions, sometimes you 
you know if you've made the right this particularly when it comes to relationships you know if you've made the right decision if after you do it you're either relieved or you're sad yeah and for me again this is really hard for me to say and it's really and i don't there's no animosity there's no malice in it but i was relieved and that's how i knew i'd done the right thing for both of us because at the end of the day you can't force something it's not fair on either party and that was essentially the conversation that was had and um once feeling that relief i actually was able to really like in opposed to what you said before about the morning the loss of identity i was so excited because i had myself again so you had the space to really step into it yeah yeah, so i had the um there's something that i i guess i've coined the notion in my head of toxic obligation and that's a big like that phrase in itself has Mm. been something that i've i guess attached to making certain choices in my life and and pulling myself up that's been like a tool that i've used i guess to be like no why are you doing this is it because you want to or is it because you feel obligated because you don't want to hurt someone else's feelings toxic obligation right and i feel like so much of who i become in a relationship is based around that notion of toxic obligation it might not necessarily be a bad thing like an, an awful thing but sacrificing little bit by little bit by little bit to the point where you don't do anything you want to do anymore or that you feel guilty whether whether there's no fault of the partner mm. that was something that i internally knew i need to work on that because no one's making me feel that way but me i'm allowing those emotions and those feelings to come so coming out of that relationship and again doing all of that reflective practice and sort of really having the space to reflect again not um like being able to come home to an empty house like so many people hate that i have so many friends who are like i can't be alone how do you do it i'm like man i love my own company i will go to the beach for three hours alone i'll go to a coffee shop and i'll sit with my coffee and my newspaper and i'll kick back and i'll be in heaven and that's like i think that's such a beautiful thing to be able to do that because i i'm proud that i don't need to rely on anyone else for my happiness that's i feel Mm. like that shows strength and that's something that that I've had to do my whole life is to not rely on anybody else and um, like I moved out of home two weeks after I turned 16 and never looked back so that was kind of I think I've always been very independent so for me to go into a relationship to start with was a big deal because I was like well I'm happy on my own so if I'm going to be with someone they need to be adding to my life not detracting not stressing me out and and stuff and again for for a long time it was great and we were really really happy but I think when it got to the point where I lost myself, I was like, wow, I'm not happy anymore. And so I had to do what needed to be done, I suppose, to, to find myself. And I literally, I booked a trip to Bali a couple of months later and I've been overseas two times in what, five months now. I go back on the 27th of Feb and that'll be my third time in seven months. And I'm just, I'm loving life. I'm so excited. I'm making time for the gym. I've, but again, all of that hasn't been without its challenges. So I've had a host of medical problems, injuries, working. I think there was a couple of weeks over the Christmas New Year period where I was work- I worked like 80 hours in a week or something crazy. And it was all because I'm so, I get so tunnel vision focused on like, all right, this is what I need to do. But again, it comes back to what you were saying before about sacrifice you for everything else. And now it's not a challenge of sacrificing myself for a relationship for the mm. last few months. My challenge has been acknowledging and pulling myself back going no you're like sacrificing everything for work which is fine because i love my job 
and I want to make the money but at the same time I've definitely done that recently at the um at the detriment of my physical health yeah and that's all starting to show and even now. yeah having the self-awareness to see that and to go okay something's out of balance here obviously yeah. a big part of what we do with BU at coaching is like how do we create a life that's fulfilled not just successful yeah and so how do we balance these things out and for you to actually see that into practice is really quite cool and, and I want to highlight something that was quite uh, I didn't actually thank you for it the other day but when we caught up for coffee we were talking and just randomly you dropped oh yeah I'm doing this thing because it's a green light it equally scares and excites me, which is obviously yeah. a phrase and a term that, you know, I sort of coined and used a lot throughout BU that I didn't realize sunk into so many people's minds and that yeah. to become conversational. And I was like, oh shit, like that's obviously made an impact <laughs> in your life to the point where you're just dropping it casually. This episode of the show is brought to you by our good friends at Monkey Brew Coffee. Now, if you're a coffee drinker, you'll know that it is one of the best things to look forward to in the morning. Just that time to sit down and have a mindful cup of coffee to kickstart your day and get some energy into you. But if you're like me and you're also focused on, well, how can I make a difference that's bigger than myself? How can I help the world? How can I help the environment? Let me promise you that you're going to love these guys at Monkey Brew because they're going to help you do both of those things. So Monkey Brew is an environmentally focused coffee company that's trying to make the planet a better place for everyone. And they do this by providing high quality, specially roasted coffee beans that use sustainable practices and they donate 50% of their profits to causes that help the environment or help those who have been affected by environmental disasters. So at the moment, for example, they're donating 50% of their profits to fire relief in Australia and to rehabilitation efforts. You can find out more at monkeybrew.org and I highly encourage you to jump on there and order your first pack from them. These guys are amazing. I actually bought this as a uh, gift for our creative director and he is an avid coffee drinker and he messaged me and said that he loves it and he's a huge fan, not only of what the company's doing, but of course of the taste of their coffee as well. So if you want to start your day with a delicious cup of coffee that perks up your energy, and feel good about doing it because you know that you're making a positive difference in the world at the same time, make sure you head on over to our friends at monkeybrew.org. So for those who are listening, um, actually, I might throw to you to this. Explain to them yeah. the concept of the green light that you would have learned from Amy and then tell them your green light that you're doing at the moment. I think <laughs> it's really cool. Okay. So basically the green light is... Um, you know that it's a green light. Oh, no, pressure. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. Um, to do something that equally, if it equally scares and excites you, it's the right choice, basically. That's, that's essentially yeah, it, that's right? It. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I decided at the end of last year, and I didn't tell many people this to begin with. I kind of just decided in my own head and then started to make sort of plans around it. And I sort of started to, to really think about how I would do it. And I chatted to a few close friends. One of them is, um, he's based in Perth. Uh, we met on my first trip in Bali. Um, one of those people where you just meet and you're like, holy shit, we are on the same vibe. Like we are on the same path. Um, he's definitely a lot further ahead than me, but he was so happy to talk to me about um, all of his experiences so far and, and sort of like when it comes to meditational practices and reflecting and personal development and growth. and. And so a lot of his background and a lot of my background were quite different in the way that we grew up. But ultimately, 
we had faced a lot of the same challenges, which was, I think, really cool um, to to see a different perspective, I guess. Um, but that the grass isn't always greener. Like he had a great, great upbringing and stuff like that. It was really wealthy, but still wasn't happy. And I was the opposite. I grew up very much in poverty and sometimes homelessness and in and out of refuges and things like that. And that just goes to show like, cool, at the time it didn't bother me because I didn't know any different. But as I got older and started to think, well, holy shit, like all these other kids have everything handed to them. And But I'm grateful for all of that now because that's all made me who I am. It's made me the strong, motivated, determined person that I am. And um, the green light that I have at the moment is basically, I've decided that I'm too comfortable. So fuck it, I'm gonna pack up my micro and I'm gonna drive to Perth. So I want to live part-time in Bali whilst I build my own online business. I still need to nut out exactly uh, I think I need to content. I think I'm being a, mm-hmm. potentially a little bit too ambitious for the start because I've got so many things that I want to do. So I need to work out what I'm going to begin with as my key core services that I will offer. But I believe that I can do it, and I'm so excited. So I'm basically just gonna, yeah. yeah. But I want to highlight off. that for our listeners too. So one thing for our, uh, I know quite a few of our listeners from the US. So. Ashley's talking about going from Newcastle to Perth, it's a which is hour drive. a forty-two hour drive across the literally the desert, right? Yeah. The middle of nothingness. In a Nissan Micra. Yeah, so that's <laughs> a, all my belongings. Right, that's amazing. But I want to point out to everyone listening, a really key lesson from this is start before you've got the perfect plan. I, yeah. I think so many people get stuck in that idea of I need I'm to have every it. step laid out perfectly and know exactly what it looks like before I take action. Whereas you're like okay, I know that the green light right now is, is moving over there and doing something living in Bali and creating my own business and doing something online. That's all I need to know for now. The yeah. rest will become apparent as I dive into it. And I think so many people would delay for years on making that change because they're like, I don't have the perfect plan yet. Absolutely. Right? And, and I think that's it's something I really respect in you and admire in you is that ability to go, screw it, let's do it. Like, yeah. let's just dive in, I like that. go screw wholehearted. It, I wish I could say it's mine. It's Richard, <laughs> Richard Branson's quote. Oh, so it's probably a little, little less crude than mine. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going. I'm Why not? That's better. I'm out. Bye, everyone. Right? Ash has left the building. <laughs> so, yeah, I think, um, again, if people like, if there's people listening who are like, oh, I've been thinking of this green light thing, whatever it may be for you, it doesn't have to be huge. It could be like anything that you feel equally scared and excited by. Don't wait until the plan's perfect. The biggest thing is to just start. The hardest yeah. part is starting. Yep. You just can figure it out on the way. That's literally my whole life has just been a string of it seemed like a good idea at the time. Yep. Like I've literally, again, like I, I personally, I think because the only constant when I was younger is that nothing was constant. Like there was literally like there was so much like you didn't know where you were going to sleep the next day sometimes. Like I went to eight primary schools, two high schools. Like nothing was ever the same in my life. And I think the reason why I am the way I am right now, I can definitely attribute to that because I hate stability. Like I don't want to know what's coming next. I want to be on the fly. I want to be adventuring. I want to be like, cool. So who am I going to meet today? Like what cool experience am I going to have today? Like every day is an adventure to me. Like I make, I try to make friends everywhere I go. Like I will stop and chat to someone at the lights. Like it's just, it's such an ex. I think it's just such an exciting way to live life. And now because I am a bit older, and I know that that's not necessarily a normal perspective to have. Um, I'm really grateful that I have it because so many people I feel like are missing out on so much by being so closed off. Yeah. And I think once you open your mind, once you open your heart 
to all the wonderful things that are in the world, it becomes such a much more beautiful place for each personal individual. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So we have reached the uh, the point in the podcast Ooh, where we're going to throw some random questions <laughs> at you. Uh, so those listening will know that I have 25... Uh, Random questions. Some are very deep and meaningful and some are not. Uh, <laughs> me. uh, in this book of mine, in my hot little hands, you get to choose yes. five random mm-hmm. numbers and we're going to do rapid fire answers. Cool. What's your first number? Four. It's my lucky number. Okay, cool. What's the worst advice you've ever heard <laughs> when it comes to well-being? When it comes to well-being. Mm, so how to live a happy life. What's the worst advice you've ever heard? Worst advice I've ever heard... Or seen online or... Is that you have to get married, you have to buy a house and that you have to have kids. That is the shittest advice. Personally, for me, in my opinion, everybody's idea of happiness is different. Yep. So the amount of absolute, like, I don't even know what I'd call it. Like, it's not ridicule. It's not like people are laughing at me. It's the amount of, I guess, animosity that I receive from some people because I say I don't want kids. I've got no desire to bear children ever the arguments that I've had with people because they try and tell me one day I'll change my I'm like oh like that is the most frustrating piece that is the so I would say that's the worst yeah, piece. Like, you have to buy a house you have to get married you have to have kids no you don't which echoes you have to do yeah. what's going to make you happy 100% and it echoes <laughs> so much whatever that looks like to anyone else yeah it echoes something we say so much about you it's like there's no one size fits all answer no and when we try and force people to put a one size fits all yeah bad things happen yeah make a perfect answer amazing <laughs> uh, what's your you. second number my second number. Um, what do the numbers go Between up to? Between one and twenty-five. Oh, fourteen, because that 14. was my soccer playing number. Cool. Here's some trivia facts for anyone if I ever get famous. <laughs> what are uh, three things that bring you happiness? Oh, three things that bring me happiness. First thing that comes to mind. Okay, self-reflection. Yep. Um, being near the ocean, and the euphoric feeling when I kick my own ass at the gym. Cool. Like that. That feeling, like. Because I'm very internal with my... Like, I probably push myself harder at the gym than anyone can possibly push me by standing there yelling at me because I am my own biggest critic. So when I know that I don't want to be there and I know that I don't want to... Say I'm doing, like, interval sprints on the cross trainer or whatever and I'm like, I feel like I'm going to die. I'm not going to, like... There's, like, half of my brain going, you're not going to finish this. You're going to vomit. You're going to faint. And then the other part is, like, hell no. Like, pump those legs. Like, you can do it. And then you smash out a sprint. And then the beat drops on the song you're listening to. And then you push through it. And then you do it. And you're just like, I am the greatest. Like, that feeling, that internal feeling, best thing in the world. And when I catch something you said there, you mentioned that you're sort of your own biggest critic. But I think it's also really nice to highlight for people listening you've also learned to be your greatest cheerleader. Absolutely. And so balancing the two is yeah. really quite beautiful and cool. Yeah. Um, what's your third number? Number one. Number one. Number one. Favourite movie one. and why? Oh. Oh, this is hard. <laughs> okay, favourite movie. Um, I don't really. What's the first one that springs to mind? Um, I can't even think of any right now. It's so hard because I have favourite movies across all genres. Oh, okay. Choose a genre then. A genre? Okay. Favourite comedy? Probably be Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler. There you go. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> or The Waterboy. Anything, anything Adam Sandler circa the 90s. <laughs> 
so hard to pick just yeah. one. That, they, they raised me. They legitimately, those yeah. movies played such an integral part in my sense of humor and who I am now. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Uh, fourth, hard. Fourth, fourth number. Fourth number. Um, 21. Oh, I think I know the answer to this, but we'll see how, <laughs> let's see how quick you answer this. Okay. Mountains or ocean? Oh, ocean. Okay. <laughs> but both, both. Honestly, like I'm such a little country bumpkin at heart. Mm. Like one of my favorite pastimes is going, so one of my best friends lives in, he's at Scone at the moment, but he grew oh. up in Aberdeen. And honestly, like going up there for the weekend and watching him play footy and just kicking back while the boys have beers and like talking rubbish around the fire until the sun comes up. Like, honestly, I love that. I love the country. I love the hills, but I couldn't live far away from the ocean. I can deal with living away from the hills. So, ocean. And the last random question, what's the number going to be? Number three, because that's my mum's. Mum's number. Oh, opposite to what we had before. What's some of the best well-being advice you've ever received? First one that comes to mind. Mm. Um, to use self-reflection to like, sub, what's it called? Is it sub subjectively? Use mm-hmm. self-reflection subjectively. So take yourself out of the situation. Look at how oh, you objectively. Feel it. Like, objectively, yeah, 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 that's yeah. what. And and not beat yourself up over things. Like mm. to look at the situation. Be like, okay, cool. So this is how I'm feeling. Why am I feeling this? And then basically to, to, to nut it out, to figure it out so that you can fix it or so that you can overcome it, so that you can move forward. To acknowledge it, acknowledge, move forward. Amazing. Amazing. Yes. Well, thank you so much again for coming <laughs> in and sharing part of your story. And thank I know you. it's something that's going to really resonate with a lot of people. Um, last couple of things before we finish up. I know, as I said, that this is going to resonate with quite a few people listening, especially the people listening who can resonate with like, holy shit. I am someone who tends to be a bit of a helper, who forgets to look after myself and who loses myself in helping others. Let's say they're listening and they've been thinking about reaching out to me or Amy or to be you or whatever. Yeah. What advice do you have as someone who's actually been through that process? Yeah. I wish I had done it sooner. I honestly like could not recommend any more highly. Like we only briefly touched on the, like the changes that I went through, which was like, leaving two jobs, moving house, I think at least two times, like leaving a relationship. And there was just so much that happened that was a result of um, the coaching. Like I believe that I've always been on that path of self-progression and growth and personal development stuff, but doing work with Amy and with Declan and with the coaching, that honestly like supercharged it. And having that accountability and having someone to talk to like sometimes you might know the answers like a lot of the stuff that we that we touched on was things that I'd listened to a podcast here or there before the coaching or I'd heard it once or twice but like the knowledge might have been there in the background somewhere but it took for someone to to sit down and to really nut out with me okay cool so this is what's happening these are the tools that are going to help you and then having someone that when you lapse back into certain thought processes and stuff and be like hey this is how I'm feeling today And they'd be like, hey, remember this thing that we did in this session? Go back and look at your notes. Or this is what's happening here. And then you'd be like, oh, cool. Like, this is great. So honestly, like, could not recommend it any more highly. It's been such a life-changing thing for me. Um, And I'm so grateful to be a part of the BU crew. And and that I've actually been able to meet people who are so... um, So in tune with my personal goal, which is, again, to spread spread wellness and to help people feel good like ultimately 
that's what we all want to do and that's i think why we connect so well is because we both have the same mission which at the end of the day is just just make people feel great yeah i love that and if people do want to connect with you more where's the best place that they can do that oh so probably the best way to reach me at the moment is at ash underscore murrell m-u-r-r-e-l-l 93 on instagram uh, I have created a Twitter account recently. I've also made a TikTok. Um, so if you would like to see some funny videos of me dancing in my gym gear, feel free to follow me on TikTok. I'm going to try and do more, more like actual stuff as well, like more content and more, um, like more so real stuff. But at the moment, they would probably be the best ways to contact me. Amazing. Facebook's more so for like friends and fam. Yep, and we'll put those links in the show notes. Yeah. But thank you once again for coming on. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so um, much for having me. And best of luck with that green light decision moving forward. Yes. I cannot wait to hear about how it all goes. Thank you. What an incredible, incredible story. I'm always so grateful and so proud to be able to sit down with our graduates like Ash and go, hey, how how's life going? Like, tell me about how you're still using this. A big thing at BU we say is we want to teach skills and tools and strategies to help people thrive, not just while they're part of the program, but for life. So it always means a lot to me to hear that people like Ash are implementing what they learned on an ongoing basis and reaping the rewards long past when they graduate from coaching. Uh, I'll always think of Ash and all of our graduates as part of the BU family and part of the BU community. Now, if you were listening to that episode and you're like, man, I really need to do something and start this journey and I really do want to take the next steps forward with my personal development and well-being and you've maybe been inspired by Ash's story and you're like, well, geez, like that worked really well for her. I think I need that in my life. Then make sure you reach out. This is the thing, right? We, we cannot help anyone who doesn't take their first steps. We're not here to force change upon anyone. We're here to open the door and teach you amazing things for your well-being and personal development when you take the first step. So that first step is to click the link in the show notes, which is to book in a complimentary call with myself uh, so that we can just have a chat and get to find out whether you're the right fit, whether we're the right fit for you. There's no pressure on that call. The point of the call is to just go, hey, let's connect. Let's get to know each other. And let's see if we're the right fit to help you with your journey and help you move forward in personal development and well-being. Or if we're not, do we know someone who's a better fit? Because at the end of the day, I don't believe we have the one size fits all answer for everyone. But I know when we pair up with the right people, we change lives. So I just want to help you take the guesswork out of this. I want to help you get clarity around it all. So follow the link in the show notes. If you can't see the show notes, what you can do is go to www.calendly, so C-A-L-E-N-D-L-Y.com forward slash Declan underscore B-U coaching. And you're going to select the connection call option there to book in a 15 minute connection call. You'll see all the availabilities in my calendar and we'll be able to, as I said, sit down have that chat, get to know each other and bring clarity to the next steps of your journey so that you're not just left in limbo and stuck in guesswork. So make sure you do that now, especially if you feel that green light that Ash and I were talking about, that equal fear and excitement around doing it. That means it's the right move. And until the next time we talk, whether it be on a connection call or on the next episode of the podcast, you know what we do. Make an impact, start with self and be you.